Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and this is uh, part two of uh, catching up with uh, Anna and Reagan, which, uh, Kathy, again, why don't you uh, introduce them again, and then we'll catch up uh, from our last session. Yeah, so so fun to hear their, their updates from college. But this is my daughter, Anna, who's a freshman. Actually, no, you are now officially a sophomore <laughs> at Emmanuel College. Just finished her freshman year there. And her best friend, Reagan, who just finished her freshman year at Samford University in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's fun. We're enjoying hearing y'all's stories yes. of God's faithfulness, his promises, and what he's been doing to both grow each of you and to use you guys as a light on your campuses this year. Yeah, yeah. And one thing, um, as we, we do talk about God's will a lot, is discerning God's will. Uh, we tend to think of it as a uh, transaction, but God's will is a path, just like for you two. You, you know, God said, you know, here's the school I want you to go to. Well, that wasn't the end of it, that's the beginning of it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, it's now what? Now, what, how do we want us to play it out? But we talked last time. Uh, and Anna shared about confirmation, about what things uh, were now confirmed for her of why this is God's choice and her, her joy with that. Uh, so Reagan, why don't you share a little bit about uh, that for you? What happened this year that it was confirmed uh, that uh, you actually uh, enjoyed this place and, uh, and then talk about the school courses that you've attended, how, how have you enjoyed those? So. Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned um, in the last session, I think a lot of it was just like coming from really far and still feeling that peace that yeah. I wasn't like very homesick or anything, which was just kind of wild because I was really expecting to have a struggle with that transition. Yeah. Um, I think really like seeing Christ, like the song, like Firm Foundation was such like a core mm -hmm. song for me my first month of school. And like, it seemed like it was everywhere too. Um, and I really felt like I was trusting that God had called me there. Um, and even just like, he made promises about like my roommate kind of made it clear I was supposed to choose her and she and I are like best friends. And um, it definitely, you know, it took some time to like really build that community. Cause going to a Christian school, you kind of think that like, oh, I could, you know, be friends with anybody. Everyone has the same like, faith everyone has the same values and then when you kind of dig a little deeper you kind of realize that um cultural christianity definitely is a thing but yeah. there are also mm -hmm. amazing people who do really have a strong faith and um god was definitely faithful in that like i have a group of friends who we have like a little group chat and we text in it and we all come down to my room and we pray together out loud mm -hmm. like at least multiple times a week and mm -hmm. That was just such a blessing to be able to know that um, I can gather in community just with like five minutes notice and have people who are willing to pray together. So that was really, really cool. Um, just a bigger blessing than I could have even imagined at the time. 
so that was great. And then as far as school goes, um, I'm a speech pathology major, as I mentioned before, and I absolutely love it. It's been awesome. Um, the girls in the major are awesome. We have a study group that we do all the time. And so we've all gotten really close because we'll all have like most of the same classes throughout the four years. Um, and yeah, I've really enjoyed that, but definitely like something with like studies and all that in college. It's interesting because you kind of have to be more like self-disciplined and it definitely can get <laughs> discouraging sometimes. Um, and like, it's just a lot, a lot of work and you kind of have to, you know, create your own schedule with that and it's easy to lose motivation just to be so real about it. Um, but I had a professor my second semester who just really offered like such a good perspective um, as like being a college student and especially with the classes that might not exactly correlate with your major sure, because sure. I had some classes at a liberal arts school that I have to take that had nothing to do with speech pathology. And so knowing I was like working so hard and it, in my eyes, I was like, what does this have to do with my major? <laughs> and like, I have to do all this work. Um, but he told us that like education is a form of worship. Mm. And I never mm. really thought about it that way before. Um, but it was like, God is using everything, all of my classes, all of my mm. studying, all, all the people I meet in my classes to equip me for the plans that he has for me later to work for his kingdom. And when you view it that way, like you're really studying and working for the glory of God. Um, and mm. he's really equipping you to be used as a vessel to share his love later. And yes, he's working in us now, like in the here and now, but there's so many big plans he has for us through all the work we're doing now. So knowing that all the studying and the work um, that I was putting in wasn't for nothing, even right. if in my mind, it seems like sometimes it could be. And it really did give me a new motivation. Like sometimes I'd be sitting through my class, like hmm. education is worship. Education is worship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is for the Lord. He's gonna use this. He's equipping me. And so that was like a big thing that really helped me get through the studying aspects. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's been your favorite course over the year? I think it would have to be a tie between my intro speech path class and then also my second semester, that professor I had. Um, we have a class that's called Core Text. Um, and normally it's not a very fun class, but I just had an awesome professor mm. who, he was a pastor. He is a pastor. Um, he's just such a cool guy. He's so smart, but it was a very, it was discussion based. And we just spent the whole time talking about the Lord. We. We would open the book, but it was all centered around how does how do we look at this from a Christian view? And we would, you know, ask hard questions and he wasn't afraid to have like healthy debates and discussions about things. And I felt like I grew so much from listening to him and being able to ask him questions. It was just the best. So. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, well, that's uh, fantastic. I'm glad you've uh, both enjoyed uh you know, being at the school and particularly the courses, because that's where you're there to, to study and learn. And it sounds like you're in the right uh, majors, both of you. Uh, so yeah. that, that's a very positive thing. Um, one thing that you both had uh, kind of uh, prophetic words about was you're going to become light at these schools. Um, so that means, uh, you know, the covenant, uh, I'm going to receive it and give it away. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, Anna, with you, 
Uh, first of all, uh, you've described you have a roommate, not a believer. Uh, God said you're going to be someone who's going to bring light to her. Uh, talk about that this year, about what that looked like for you to an unbeliever and friendships that you that joined you, and they are also light to this unbeliever, but you're not uh, hammering her with she should, she should, she should. There's a different way that you're being light. And I think this will be very helpful for our audience to understand how God uh, uses us as light and he's the light through our uh, living with him and we don't have to go do anything. So talk a little bit about what that has, has looked like this year for this person to be uh, exposed to light and she hasn't received it yet fully, but she is certainly uh, uh, with you, you know? So talk about that process a little bit. Yeah, I think the biggest thing God taught me through all of it is just um, to not put my own like assumptions into his promises and just let, like he can give us instruction, but even walking through that instruction, that like is still on him, that's still spirit led. Um, I think sometimes I am quick to like take, like come to him for an answer, but then take that answer and do it myself. Yeah, got it. <laughs> and not like invite him into the process of it too. Um, so that was a really big thing for me. Like there are times when I was like, man, like I really just want to like share the whole gospel with her right now. Um, and times I actually felt like God was saying like, nope, be quiet and love her well. Mm. Uh, which was weird for me because like I just made the assumption like why would I ever not tell somebody about Jesus? Um, but I think that God knew what her heart needed. I know God knew what her heart needed um, and that she wasn't actually ready to hear all of that yet mm -hmm. and that she needed to see what it looked like for somebody to just love her with God's love um, and that that's what she needed in the moment. Um, so that was something that God kind of like led me through um, and also taught me along the way like what it means to walk with the Spirit and know that there's not like one sort of rule for all situations. Like it's not like, no, I never want you to tell her this or I always want you to go. Yeah, this. yeah. Like, just stop and listen. I'll tell you each time. Um, and there were times that, that I he did really call me to share boldly and those were great conversations too. And there were other times when I stayed quiet and just loved her well. Um, and she's even mentioned several times that she thinks it's really cool that I can like be so passionate about my faith, but not be the kind of person that's like pushing it on her. Like she really appreciated that. And that makes me think, like go back and think if I had spoken when I thought that that was what I was supposed to do, mm -hmm. instead of asking, like would she have seen the beauty in that? Um, right. So that was that was cool for me. It grew me, but I think it also impacted her. And um, and it ended up being that she would like come to me and ask questions like, so when you say you have a personal relationship with God, like what does that mean? What does that look like? <laughs> it was like like I like, like she would just it was randomly crazy what got to you yeah, right? and it was yeah. and it was on her terms, which yeah. really meant like it was on God's terms, which was so cool that it wasn't, and then it was nothing that I could ever take credit for too, which was really mm. cool and yeah. humbling. Yeah. Um, but yeah. How did um, uh, you have these other two good friends of yours now that are part of that process? Because you, uh, this uh, non-believing uh, roommate is really kind of um, involved with you three, right? As kind of your yeah. your group. You would she would, mm -hmm. she would say, yeah, I, I'm I'm friends with these people. Have the other two. And you had discussions about what God is, how God is approaching her, and how have, I mean, it's kind of unusual in a way that the three young Christian believers 
wouldn't try to, well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, as opposed to you, you all are just loving her. Have you had discussions about that with the other two about that? And then how have they joined you in loving her? Yeah, so the other two girls in like our sort of friend group are also in my small group. So once a week we have okay. a small group, two of our leaders from crew on campus. Um, so we definitely talk about it all the time and mm-hmm. talk about ways that God's moving in her life and like conversations that we've had um, and talked about like what we've talked about here that like there are times that they also have felt like they were supposed to share and times that they felt like they weren't supposed to. So it's been cool to kind of relate on that. but. Um, we also are able to like pray together for her. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just been really encouraging for me to have like a community around me in that calling. So I feel like God's never calling you to something and then leaving you there like alone to do it. Um, so that's been like a, a sweet example of that, that like he gave me people to come alongside me in that too. Um, and to like hold me accountable to being spirit led in that and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to encourage each other with, you know, stories and conversations we've had with her. So it's been really cool to have community around me in that calling. Yeah, yeah. Have they, uh, uh, together, it sounds like uh, you truly do just express God's love as you're so led, and you're learning about that, really, uh, as a group, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's beautiful. uh, and uh, Reagan, how about you? Uh, tell us about situations where you're being called uh, to be light uh, in your school. You have, like you said, you have mostly believers there, yeah. or let's say yeah. uh, Christians that they call themselves Christians. <laughs> so yeah. um, it's a little bit different for you. How how does that look like for you? Yeah, um, and that was a big thing for me too, um, because I knew that like spreading light was going to look different than it does here because. Mm-hmm. New Hampshire, like most of the people don't even know what the gospel is. So that's kind of where you start. Yeah. Um, but at school, it's like, oh, everybody, you know, goes to church. They know the gospel. And half the time, they might not even be aware that, like, they need light in the first place. And so it looks really, really different. And I think a lot of um, the ways that I've seen God work was with, like, a lot of my close friends who were just kind of, like, growing in faith. Um, and like learning about like having that like personal relationship with Jesus and like really being able to hear from him personally. I think a lot of my friends didn't really have that aspect. And so they would ask me a lot of questions. Like I would share some of the things that God was speaking to me and they were like, how do you hear that? Like I, I didn't, they didn't even like kind of believe at the beginning that they could, that it was even real, which was kind of hard for Mm. me at first. Kind of made me feel like invalidated, like, am I really like hearing this? But then I knew I knew I was. And so it was hard. And that was also a hard adjustment to kind of bond those people who also were hearing um, personally from the Lord. And that was something I really walked through with a lot of my friends. And also to kind of point out like in their lives, the times that like I see God speaking to them, like, hey, that was from the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helping them recognize that. Um, But I think a big part of it, like, throughout the entire year, from the very first week that I went to the church I go to, um, God was really wanting to work on like pride in my heart and knowing that like me being light isn't by my own strength and by my words and by my doing, because I would see people like, they would come to me just so broken and like they'd come pour their hearts out to me. And like, I thought like, oh, I should say this or I should pray for them now, or I should do this. Mm-hmm. and. 
sometimes that really wasn't like what the Lord was calling me to do in that moment or um, I was really just trying to do what I thought was best for them in the situation mm -hmm. think that my words were going to be the ones that were going to like have them have some revelation like oh yeah like mm. there's hope or whatever um, but there were a couple experiences where um, I had one friend who was actually like having a, a panic attack like with me there and at the beginning like I was trying to just like you know say things give her advice kind of in her um her panic attack was based on thinking she couldn't hear from the Lord and mm. I was trying to kind of help her at first figure out well hmm, like if you're not hearing from the Lord like let's fix it like <laughs> how, how, can we, how can we make sure like, <laughs> so funny. I assumed oh, she must not be even though she is a believer with a strong faith who does hear from the Lord, she was just having a moment where I think it was hard for a season for her to recognize sure. his voice. Yep. And I kind of had to realize that that's what God was wanting to work on, not what I thought God wanted to work on. And so in that moment, I felt compelled to just start reading scripture over her. And God just led me to different verses. Yes. And the pages were turning. I didn't really know what was going on, but I was reading the word and that is what hmm. calmed her down. Um, and actually we had like such an encounter with the Holy Spirit because um, we had initially told her um, a verse like at the beginning of like that day. Um, and then that was one of the places that I didn't know I was being led there. I started at the top and then I ended up reading that out loud and it was just like a moment of like peace over both of us. And earlier that day, um, like I had heard like something from God that told me like, I don't want you to share what I'm telling you now. I want you to wait to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation later mm. with somebody. And I want you to pray over that person in advance. And then I was able to share that with this girl. Mm. And it was like, she was just like in tears because she was like, wow, like God is speaking to me now. Like he is mm. being intentional. Like he is speaking, I do hear from him. And I was like, yeah, and that, was big for me because I had nothing to do with it. Like my own words didn't do anything. They actually probably made it worse, honestly. <laughs> it was when I read the word of God that actually was what healed her heart in that moment. So it's really just been God taking the reins and me learning to be a vessel for him yep. instead of take the reins myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. As, <laughs> as your uh, light, uh, God says, well, actually, you're you're just expressing my light that is in you and let me guide you and lead you and I'll do it. I'll do it. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, why don't you each share um, a little bit about what are your summer plans? What, what does God have for you this summer? And then um, anything that God has already kind of highlighted for you as you uh, are going to go back in the fall uh, to your uh, school and campuses, is there anything that he's already alerting you to about preparation for that? And, and maybe not, you know, yet. But uh, uh, Anna, why don't you share first of all what are your what happened? What's going to happen for you this summer? And then um, any thoughts about next year? Yeah. So as far as like work goes, I'm going to be nannying again for the same kids I nannied last summer. Oh, um, cool. And I'm really excited. I feel like. God last semester, uh, last summer, like highlighted that there was a lot of purpose in that job, um, but I feel like seeing the fruit of it after one summer with them has like increased that um, that sort of sense of purpose in it. So I'm really excited to go back. Um, the little girl that I nannied for, 
ended up getting baptized this school year. So wow. we had like so many amazing like faith conversations. Um, and she's grown up in a Christian household and stuff, but um, I think that some like God really used me to grow yeah. her faith this summer. And then and she, she wrote being, you letters all oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. She like called me when she decided to get baptized and was so excited to tell me. So it's just been that's been a really sweet like friendship with her. Um, so I'm really excited to go back to that this summer. I think God's gonna use that in a lot of ways too. Um, and then we've talked about doing a like college community group. Um, kind of like co-leading or bouncing back and forth yeah um, with some of the college kids that are hoping for the summer yeah yeah do you uh, uh, with your nanny uh, job does that give you uh, quite a bit of other other kind of personal time as well or are you yeah it's like perfect for hours it's only twice a week so it's two like full days um, so it ends up being like good hours um, and decent pay and everything but it gives me a lot of flexibility for other things in my summer which has been something that God's been highlighting to me is that he wants balance and rest in my life um so that's been like a really a really good opportunity to kind of also have time for right other mm-hmm. things and for friends and family yep yeah and uh, when when God talks about rest by the way uh scripture is about refreshment uh to really enjoy your resting times of something it's not just doing nothing it's enjoying things that you really uh, get refreshed by you know so that'll be fun to find out about that I know Kathy you'll have no trouble <laughs> helping her do that so um, well, yeah any uh, uh, Anna any already any thoughts already about when you head back is there any kind of uh, insight or, or heads up or pay attention as you get ready to go back next year to school yeah I definitely want to like lean into it more and pray for some more like specific promises to lean on for the next school year but one thing I would say that God's like already highlighting is just the idea that like having walking with the presence of God like mm. should make you look different. Um, mm. So I think that's something that I'm sure a lot of Christians, especially at like non-Christian schools, would experience. But um, there was a lot of like wrestle with that this year of just like you're trying so hard to like find your people and make friends that you want people to like you and you want to like fit in. Um, and there are so many times that I just felt like I was wrestling with God, like, oh, but that's going to make me look so different. He's like, good. Like, that's going to make me look different. Um, so that's definitely something that I feel like he's, like, growing in me a lot and teaching me um, and that he's definitely going to bring a lot of, like, fruit from yep. um, this coming year. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be fun to hear about that. Uh, Reagan, how about you? What are you doing this summer? And uh, any uh, uh, learning for you for next year? Yeah, so I'm going to be working at, it's a place called Flippity Flop. (laughs) It's a a little, like, kid, like, gym slash play area. And so I, like, run camp for them. Okay. Um, And also, like, work the front desk, do little, like, birthday parties, that kind of thing. Um, It's really nice because um, I can kind of, like, pick relatively like my hours and it can kind of vary on the week and it doesn't it can be as little or as much as I want it to be Mm. which was obviously important to me just again so I can be having my time to rest and also enjoy my community while I am here because I only Mm. have a couple months to spend with the people at home so I really want to be intentional about that time um so yeah I'm excited for that and then also like Anna mentioned um we really have been um feeling like on our hearts to start up like a college community group here Mm because there's a lot of um 
Christians in the college age, but there's really no churches in the area that do college ministry. So we were like, now that we're outgrown our youth group, we were like, well, what are we going to do? And so we were like, well, why don't we just gather ourselves and we get a group together? Um, And so that's something I've been praying a lot going into it because I also don't know how many people are going to be interested in doing it. And just like I've been praying um, for God to just like stir people's hearts and like have the people be there who are supposed to be there um, and just equipping it and moving in big ways. And one of those ways um, specifically, I feel like God has been really wanting to like break strongholds of like generational trauma, generational Mm. unbelief in a lot of the college students in our area. Um, that's just been like really strong and something I felt um, for a couple months now we had that revival thing at Sanford which was so so cool and that was something I really heard specifically there but and also like in this area too I feel like that is something that's really heavy in a lot of the people here so that's something I'm um, you know waiting expectantly and just continuing to ask God to move in those ways um, and then as far as next year goes um, I really feel like I want to go even deeper with some of the relationships I've already started building. Um, I have awesome community there. It's great, but I also feel like there's like deeper levels to go to and to really get to know people um, intentionally even more. And then also just kind of be, just continue to be that light. I don't really know exactly yet, like what that's going to look like. but I'm excited to continue asking. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, pray. I just wanted to highlight Go ahead, Kathy. mind um, and even ask the listeners to be praying for these girls um, because as, as Reagan brought up the, you know, we all heard about the Asbury revival and it did spread. You know, Baylor had their own version of it. Sanford had their own version. Um, Abby's school in Tennessee yeah, had their own, the university. Has. So several different campuses, this is going on and God really is stirring a revival among this age group yeah. in particular. And so I just want to highlight, because these girls are on the front lines of all of it, this generation in particular, because of things that went on with COVID, especially, is a generation that is ridden with a lot of anxiety and um, and just a lot of mental health issues and that sort of thing as well. And they've been through a lot that really would be considered traumatic. Um, and if you look at the terms of what how that's defined, it would be traumatic. But because of that, I believe God has really used that to turn their hearts and give them a hunger for him that hasn't been seen in generations past. And I think the difficulties that they have faced have actually made the soil great for a revival. And what these girls are seeing is God has given them a vision to be light on campus and stepping into some of these situations. And you know, as Reagan's been teaching people, what does it look like to actually hear from God? This is all part of that. And so I would just encourage our listeners as you're listening, whether you know people in this college age group or not, um, know they're on the front lines right now. And I really do believe God is making a big move and he's making it in their generation. And they have a passion to take God's light and to share it with others and do it in such a countercultural way that they're so much more effective than we are, I think, often, because they're willing to just get out there and be in the thick of it and be in the mess and love people well and be light. And so I would just encourage you to be praying for this generation as they go. You know, yeah, and I know yeah. you have grandkids right in the thick of it too. Yeah, and we're gonna pray, um, you know, that you, as you look at revival, remember it's heart stuff and mm-hmm. it's 
um, I have a heart to follow God, and then I learn how to follow God, which is what you, you guys have learned, and now you want to teach and give it away. Uh, so we're going to pray that, that with this college group that you're starting, that that would be something that you would help them understand what you have that you can give away, and then they can receive it and carry it, and then you'll, you're going to go back to your colleges. And I think, I think it is going to grow and grow and grow because I think they have a heart to hear God. When they do hear God, it's going to be spectacular. So uh, we'll be praying for that. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your story and bringing us up to date. Uh, such a joy to uh, walk through, well, this is where I want you to go, uh, and now to hear the uh, ongoing story of God's confirmation of that and doing a great work in you two and being light in the you know in that beautiful place so we you're just a great illustration of God's will it's just it's just a journey it's a path it, it's ongoing doesn't stop and there and we can see from you there's a joy to that um, you're enjoying it you I know you're excited about the summer you're excited about going back that's what life's supposed to be um, so we pray that everybody would understand it's not that complicated <laughs> um, and it's not yet um, you know periodically or just for a few it's for everybody and so girls thank you so much uh, for sharing your, your story we wish you a great well uh, Heavenly Father let me pray uh, just your blessing over them covenant life uh, they are receiving it uh, they're enjoying it they're in your place they're following your will they are light uh, because you are light within them. We pray that they would thoroughly enjoy the summer, have good rest and recreation and refreshment, as well as the joy of even starting a, a new ministry amongst college kids um, who need to hear what it means uh, to walk with you and to process with you. And then as they go back, that uh, revival will continue because of, of just even their seed planting. So I pray for joy, I pray for rest, I pray for great enthusiasm for all that you have for them. And we thank you for their sharing their story with us in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks all so right. much. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If this um, has raised any questions for you, even for Anna and Reagan, be sure to yep. send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we'd be happy to answer them. Yep. Thanks a lot. Yep. Have a great day. We, we know where they live. We can get, we can get answers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys. Thank you, girls. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.